Welcome, everybody, to episode 41 of the no, post. No, this what? is 40. This is 40? Yeah. All right. Jumping ahead. I'm not cutting it. So big, welcome. Big occasion. Welcome to episode 40 of the Post 20 podcast. My name is Evan. I'm joined by Matt and Trevor this evening. Um, how are you guys doing? Summer's pretty much officially over. We got Labor Day on Monday, and after that, it's pretty much back to usual, I guess. I'm kind of glad. Oh, I'm so happy. I'm so happy that it's done. The weather's going to cool down. I'm not going to be red. I'll get burnt. Yeah. Fall weather's my favorite. Yeah, me too. It's the best. I'm just tired of the heat waves. Heat waves were like too much. You don't need need no more heat waves. Yeah, especially when you're working outside all the time. All of us do that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now you're, you know, Matt, you have a... we're now well. I mean, not that you haven't worked outside before, but how does it um, how does it feel uh, being in the outside conditions in your uh, new job? Yeah, for those that remembered, um, I think two episodes ago when I did the solo episode, I talked about um, getting accepted into the post office, and I've been doing training the past couple weeks. And yeah, the weather—it's funny because the trucks they said have been are the same trucks that guys used in the 80s. So yeah. all all these trucks have over 100k miles. They're fucking falling apart, dude. It's insane. Yeah, I bet. Plus all the ACs don't work. All the AC units, most of them are taken out, so we just have fans. Oh, that's it, It's about it's about 10 to 15 degrees hotter in those trucks than it is outside. As soon as you step out the truck, it's like you're on the beach with a hot, with a big breeze. It's like incredible. It's one of the best feelings. Yeah. So who's like? Is there a maintenance branch that does all like the service for these trucks and keeps clean or anything? Or like, who does like what happens when they break down? Yeah, each each uh, facility has like technicians, one or two, or management will do stuff. So they have these specific forms. Like that was the one thing at training. There's so many goddamn forms, different numbers, but there's a vehicle repair tag thing that you fill out. Um, when it's your first time riding a truck and making sure you're covering your own ass because if you mark whatever's damaged before you leave it, you're not liable for that if management comes around and be like hey who did that it's like oh it's on the form I didn't do it yeah yeah, yeah. it's kind of he well it's, at that point it's kind of he said she said because you know they don't want to you know an individual wouldn't want like that to fall back on them so it's kind of like you know they put it to a higher power i guess in order you to just like... need to make sure you're always doing all the paperwork to cover your ass because if i drove the car on thursday and already wrote up what was wrong with it and then somebody rides it friday and saturday and i get it back on sunday and monday and there's some new shit the management asks me what happened it's like i didn't do it right <clears throat> you have to be accurate with it yeah all Get right balances um Today, I think we were just pretty much going to do like our Premier League 2020-21 table predictions. Um, quickly, I did want to mention just two things. Oh, <laughs> somebody's in that room. I just wanted to uh, mention off the top, Steve Nash, my favorite point guard of all time, uh, and NBA Hall of Famer was hired as the Brooklyn Nets head coach on a four-year contract. Um Seems to be Great ruffling. Move. Seems to be ruffling some feathers. People are really mad. Yeah. Um, they said that there's no diversity in coaching in the NBA, which is complete bullshit. 
Um, and you have two African-American coaches uh, that were former point guards, Derek Fisher and Jason Kidd. Uh, a lot of people think Jason Kidd is white, but he's actually, he's not. Um, both of those guys were given a chance. Uh, Derek Fisher was pretty much dog shit. That's another one of my favorites, my all-time favorite players. Um, and Fisher played for the Sixers uh, back in the day, right? Or was he? He was a big. No, he was a Laker. Oh, uh, I'm thinking. Uh, yeah, I thought yeah. him and Eric Snow played together. Okay. Um, yeah. So uh, ESPN's been exploding. Of course, I mean it, it's such a, it's so dog shit. I've said it a million times. Um, and somebody said the other day that LeBron was like the equivalent to Scottie Pippen, and he needed his Jordan. So I don't think we can even listen to anything they have to say anymore. It's been like Lo- that for years. But Lawoke James, I just... did you see his shirt the other day at um, one of the trainings? No, he knew the just... cameras are watching him. He had a he had a vote or die shirt on. I'm just paying attention to the basketball. I turn it on when the when the game starts, tip off. And... The one game was really good. The Heat Bucks game was it's really great. good the other night, and then um. What was it? What was there? Was another one? The Rockets. That was right? a good game the too. Thunder. Yeah, a couple of good games. Yeah, um, it's been good, man. I'm still I'm not really happy with the with the ball they're playing. It'll be interesting to see, uh, especially like if teams can go back to their home stadiums mm-hmm. on next season. What the type of quality basketball we'll see is. But I did want to mention uh, the Steve Nash hiring, and also um, before we get into our Premier League roundup. Uh, Messi's staying at Barca. So, yeah, his dad, know. his dad flew in from um, Argentina because he's like his manager. Did all the talking. The first meeting, I think, last hour and a half, nobody budged, and then there was a second meeting, and magically, I think things worked out. And funny, there was another article that came out a couple hours later. It was like um, Bartomeu, like one of the yeah. head guys, was under police investigation for corruption or yeah. something. <laughs> which was funny but yeah I, they're just not the league obviously the league sided with barca um confirming that the transfer release clause needs to be met for man city to talk to talk to him uh, he already um agreed personal terms with man city for a five-year deal yes. three with them and then two he'd go to new york which I, that'd be pretty cool i'm sure he'll go next year because he said Messi was saying he's just going to stay because he le- he doesn't want to get into legal issues. Well, he said so. Barcelona is that regardless of what the situation is right now, and you know he's, he said that Bartomeu is, is shit. He literally just said that he's horrible and the club's going nowhere as long as he's has power. Um, yeah, but he he said I'll stay at Barca because Barca is the club that I love and I will never I'll not, I would never get in a court battle with them. You know he had no he had no choice or no. Uh, desire to sue them so i respect it i mean it's gonna yeah. suck to see him play like probably half ass or not play at all um and kind of weather away a little bit but what are you gonna do next year yeah. maybe well isn't um isn't next summer the copa america yeah so that might be the last time he plays or do you think he'll play in the 22 world cup <sighs> i don't know if he'll be playing for argentina by then He'll be 35, 36. No. Around there? Or no? 
Oh, well, he's 33 now. Hubby, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. 30, Two years 35 or 36. You're right. I, I know Ronaldo's definitely going to play. Yeah, I know. He's a bastard. I think um, that would be his fifth. His fifth World Cup? I think. It'd be, I, if I'm wrong, maybe. Oh, he played in... Did he play in 06? I know his first Euros was the 04 one. Okay, so he must have played in 06. So yeah, 06, 10, 14, 18. Yeah, that'd be a fifth. Yeah, that's crazy to think, honestly. Very few people can last that long. I know fucking um, Demarcus Beasley for the U.S. A fullback played five World Cups somehow. He did, not that's well. Twenty years, man. Twenty <laughs> years. I know. Like Miroslav Klose, think about how many he played for Germany. He's the yeah, all-time he's... World Cup goal scorer. Yeah, he's got like sixteen, seventeen around there. He topped R nine. Yep. Uh. Um... So while we're still talking about soccer, let's uh let's get into the the meat of the episode. Um we're just going to do our Premier League 2020-21 table predictions. Um I think all at least Matt and I, uh Trevor is not as much of a soccer fan as we are. Um but I think we're excited for the season. I'm really excited to have it back. Um it's going to be a breath of fresh air come the weekends. Yeah, I know. It really is. It's going to be really nice. So a resounding moment. Yeah. Sure. Who do you think, Matt, will be crowned? Wait, should we start at the bottom? Go to the bottom. All right. Relegated teams. There's there's about four or five I'm looking at right now that on paper you're thinking. Okay. They didn't do much business. They got promoted. They get all that money. They didn't really spend it. Fulham's going back down. Really? You don't think they're gonna? You don't think they're going back down? I think two of the three of them are going to stay up. I don't know which one's going down. I think Leeds will stay up. The one I know definitely is Aston Villa. They barely, barely got there. They haven't done much transfer. Uh, they just there's so much. There's so many other teams doing business that I just think they're not going to have enough. And Grealish is going to go down, and then somebody else will buy him. They've been held. They've held on for so long. I think this is the year that Grealish leaves, and they are fucked, and they can't. They have mm-hmm. to go down. Um, I don't know who my third relegation team would be. Hmm. Uh, I'm looking at maybe West Brom. I don't know. I just th- their team that I think just knows how to stick things out by the end. Yeah, I, I they think, always grind it out. Uh, it's just so hard. Damn. I think. All right. I'm just gonna make this decision here. I'm gonna go Villa, Brighton, West Ham get relegated. Okay. And I'm going to put West Brom and Fulham as survivors. I think West Brom get relegated. So I think Fulham, Aston Villa, and West Brom get relegated. Um, mm-hmm. Brighton, I think, most likely will survive. Uh, mm-hmm. they, they are another team that I think they really grinded out a couple of important wins last year. Brighton did, yeah. They, but they beat Arsenal they twice. Yeah, they got Mopai, the small French forward. He's yeah. pretty decent. Yeah. Um, Lewis Dunk, the captain, signed a new deal after talks of maybe moving to Chelsea. Yep. They got Matt Ryan and Gola Aussie. They got a couple of dudes that are pretty good, but there's just no like superstar that stands out for them. What do you think about Burnley? I think Burnley are uh, top. I think they're a top 10, like around that. You do? Yeah, they're they're 
they have a system that's built around big guys, bulky dudes in the back who dominate on set pieces, and they're a set piece team. So yeah. if it's a tight game and they get a 90th minute corner, they could easily win one nothing. They 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 beat in top six teams regularly. Okay, I think mm. I think they probably are top ten too, maybe top fifteen on a bad mm-hmm. day. Um, so let's let's throw Burnley in, in top ten. Yeah. Um, Crystal Palace, I think, just survive this year. Yeah, I don't know because Zaha, there's no the, the hype around him has died off. Yeah. Um, they what, let me see here. They finished. Where did they finish? Why did it not send me that? Hold on. Where did they finish? Yeah, they finished fourteenth, um, nine points above relegation, thirty-one goals for, fifty against, the lowest, the lowest goals scored in the bottom ten. Yeah. Or the second lowest, and two of the teams that got relegated scored more than them. Um, they just don't, don't they, put enough. They they don't put enough shots on frame. They just the ball gets stuck in the midfield when they play. It's it's ugly. It's very ugly. They have all these rejects from big clubs. They got Townsend. They got Benteke, um, Jordan Ayew. Yeah. Zaha is like their big guy that people look at, but he just doesn't consistently perform. I think they're a top fifteen team. You do. I think them, Leeds, and Newcastle are like top 15. I th- I think Newcastle is my other relegation survivor this year. Yeah, so. they're, they're like a top eight club in the league financially, and their stadium packs 50 to 60,000, which is huge. But they suck. Yeah, they like they got the Mike Ashley issue, and there were talks of Saudi guys, Saudi princes coming and buying them up. But that fell play? through. St. James Park. That's what I thought. Yeah, like, money. Hell yeah, we know about that. Um, yeah, they finished 13th right above Palace. They gave up 58 goals, which was really bad. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't know. There's just not much going on. They got Andy Carroll still there, I think. Jolington. They got some young those long staff brothers. They got some young oh, guys. Yeah. Yedlin's career's over. Yeah, he's, he's done. He's a piece of shit. Like, he's not doing anything. He can barely start for them. I know, which is tragic. Remember how uh, promising that was, that move for him? Yeah, when he left the Sounders, it was like, holy shit, this is going to be awesome. He, he got signed to Spurs and then played maybe two games and then loaned him out and then dead. Yep, dead, dead career. Um, so for my top 15, um, I have Leeds. Mm-hmm. I have West Ham, I have Everton, I have Southampton, and I have Sheffield. Okay. Um, and then I I just Sheffield was was very good last year. Yeah, they I were agree. really 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 good, especially for the quality of player they had. Um, I think a couple of guys really showed themselves more than you would have expected. Um, they they gr- they really grinded out some of the <clears throat> more important matches, held teams like United accountable. Um, I think Arsenal beat them once, and I think they drew the other. But 
I really think that it could be good. <clears throat> it could be really good for them. Um, maybe Everton I would bump. I mean, I'm going to have to bump. Otherwise, they're, my shit's not going to... Sheffield are very similar to Burnley in my eyes. Looking at last year, they had a zero goal differential. They gave up the, the fourth least go- amount of goals in the league with 39, but they scored the third least with 39. So they are a park the bus. We're going to beat you on set pieces. We're going to muscle you like high school ball. We're just going to bully you. Yeah. Like nine guys behind the ball, and we're just, you guys have to deal with it. Like, and they, it works. It gets results, especially against the big teams where you need those points. But, um, yeah, they don't. They don't really have big guys like the same thing as Burnley and um, who else I say I said Palace like nobody really stands out. They lose Dean Henderson, their goalie. That could be a major issue for them because he's going to stay with United. He was huge in keeping them in most games, so that might even hurt them. And and going from a ninth finish to maybe fourteenth or fifteenth, who knows? Yeah. Um. Lester, what do you think? Europa for them? I don't know. Brendan Rodgers comes in, does a good job. Jamie Vardy gets another year older. He's in his early 30s. Attacking-wise, they got James Madison, who was talked about leaving but stayed, signed a new deal. Damari Gray, Mark Albright. Um, nothing really. They got still got Schmeichel back there, Johnny Evans. They have a decent Schmeichel? team. Yeah. yeah. Casper, son of Peter. Yeah, his dad played for was a Man United legend. Won a lot of trophies with them. Yep. Um, I don't know. They finished fifth. They should have finished top four. That after they, after the restart from COVID, they just they shit the bed. They were horrible. But they scored a lot of goals. Sixty-seven goals for. Yeah. Pretty good. They have an aging defense. That's the issue, and they got rid of their. Their leader, I mean, uh, Harry, they, Harry Maguire led the led the defense. Yeah, they lost him two years ago. Now they lose Ben Chilwell at left back, their main guy. Um, so their defense hurts. Offense gets a year older. Haven't heard much about who they've been bringing in. Nobody hope high profile. They still got Till- Tillymans. Yeah, they just don't have a ton of money like these other clubs. Nah. They're high profile now, but they don't have money. Mm-hmm. Um, so <clears throat> I made a change, by the way, in my top 15, I have Leeds, I have West Ham, I have Southampton, I have Sheffield, and I moved Newcastle up because I realized there's only two relegation survivors. Actually. Yeah. My top 15, Sheffield, Newcastle, Palace, Leeds, and Southampton. Okay. Um, qu- touching on Leeds real quick. Uh, they've been doing a lot of good business, a lot of hype around them. Um, it's the first time they've been in the Premier League like since the creation of the Premier League. Which was back what, in 91? 92. 92. 91, 92, around there. So this is very, very big. They are, they are huge rivals with Man United. There's another, another rivalry game, if you want to consider that. But there's such a huge difference financially now and the caliber of players they have. Well, they have a couple young guys. Uh, like Phillips is one of them. He's yeah. really, really good. Yeah, Calvin Phillips. Yeah. So I I think it, it's it's one of those uh, Leicester situations where they could 
they could really be battling for points um, in that mm-hmm. first or, or for a high placement in that first season uh, of promotion. But we'll have to see. I don't. I guess I don't really know what to expect, but I'm expecting pretty decent, decent football yeah. from them. Um, rounding out my top ten with Burnley and Leicester, I got Everton and Wolves. Um, I think Everton Everton could push Europa League if they can get James Rodriguez in. There's He's some in, talks. It's, that was confirmed. It's agreed. I think the the fee. All right. Well, if he comes. They've been talking about getting a couple other midfielders in there. They need to bulk up because Sigurdsson's pretty much done. Um, yeah. Tom Davies was like hyped up for a couple years ago, and now it kind of died off. I mean, Everton haven't beaten Liverpool in like eight years. Yeah, I know. So like the Merseyside derby is not even really a derby, but they've always been around the 9 to 11 area. Last mm-hmm. year they finished 12th, Yep. which is poor for them. They haven't really had a huge striker presence since Lukaku left. Yeah. Because they've just been dealing with uh, Calvert-Lewin. Yeah, and... Well, he was actually pretty good last season, DCL. Mm. He was actually all right. He scored a lot. Um, A lot of tap-ins, though, if we're being honest. You want him to be tap-ins, because then you know you're playing good soccer if they're tap-ins. That's true. Um, And then you got Wolves, a.k.a. Portugal United. Yeah, they're great, though, man. I think Ruben Neves is my favorite player outside of top 16 because he just he only scores screamers. Anytime, <laughs> anytime you see him on the score sheet, you have to go to YouTube because you know he scored a 25. Yeah, he screamer. literally just rips them, dude. From like deep. Um, his, yeah. highlight, his highlights on YouTube are just awesome. They get the hype music in there and you're like, oh, dude, you just want to go out there and just kick some screamers. Yeah. So I, in my top 10, I have... I have Leicester, I have Burnley, I have Everton, I have Wolves. And I guess, honestly, I would have to put Tottenham there. Oh. I don't know. I I can agree with that. Dude, they're shit. They haven't really signed anybody. Like, um, who did Mourinho sign? They signed uh, Matt Doherty, the right back from Wolves. He had a decent year. He contributed a lot of assists in their 3-4-3 situation. Him playing as like a wing back, but Mourinho doesn't play three in the back with Spurs. Yeah, I know. So I have no idea what to expect. Doherty's a good pickup, but... Uh. You got him and Orier competing over there. Yeah. He said he had issues last year, didn't he? Oh, his brother died. That's what happened. He wasn't around for a while because his brother... Mm-hmm. I think his brother was murdered. Jesus Christ. Sorry, I know. It's bleak. Um, for Europa League, I mean, I don't know. This is the juiciest part because, like, you can't go wrong really anything you do from here on out. I don't know, dude. I mean, I have I have Arsenal and Spurs just on paper what they've been doing. Like, well, there's only one Europa League qualifying spot, no? No, it's two, five, and six. Oh, all right. Five, yeah, five and six, and then seven if like a certain team wins the FA Cup that's already qualified. It like moves down to the next team. There's two Champions League spots, two Europa League spots. There's four Champions League spots. That's in, that's including the the winners, and then you have two Europa. But I mean, last season I'm looking here. It says the top four 
qualified for Champions League. Leicester and Spurs, five and six, qualified for Europa League. Um, Wolves got skipped over for some reason, and then Arsenal qualified for the Europa League because they won the FA Cup. Okay. So there's seven teams in Europe in European competition from England. Dude, are we missing a fucking thing on this? Are we missing a team or something? Or am I what literally just having a stroke? No, everybody's there. All right. I'm counting 20. Because I should have five in top 10, five in top 15, two in relegation survivors, three in relegated. Yeah? Five, 10, 16. I got 20 on mine. I, I guess I do too. I just feel like I'm missing something. 14, 13, 12, 11. This is a shit show. I mean, it it, it rounds out. Okay. All right. 7, so, 8, 9, 10. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, 11 to 15. Okay, yeah. All right, cool. So for Europa, who do you have? You have Spurs and... I got Spurs and Arsenal. Just I think Arsenal's going to finish above Tottenham because Tottenham haven't really gotten anybody attacking-wise. It's the same team, which isn't bad. I mean, it works for them. And yeah. Arsenal's Aubameyang FC, but they haven't given them like a lifetime contract yet. Yeah, they need to, because I just bought a fucking hundred and forty dollars jersey. Oh my god! So, dude, they I haven't had a kit in forever. Yeah, they re-upped um, Ceballos's loan. They got him another year from Madrid. Yeah, I don't. That's all right. That's fine. That was today. Um, I mean, you get another year of experience from Saka, and um. And Ketia and oh, all that. That's good. I mean, those guys and Martinelli, he's really good as well, actually. Yeah. Um so in Champions League. I guess it'll be it's it it'll be City, Chelsea, United, and Liverpool. Well no, you have to put one at Champions. Well, right, but like obviously all four teams would be qualifying. Yeah. Yeah. The way I have them ordered is I got United finishing fourth. I got Liverpool third. And I got Chelsea second with City winning the league. I think City will win the league too. But I think Liverpool will finish second. I'm just going in based on hype from Chelsea doing the most most action. Literally playing career mode from FIFA. Just buying everybody they buying want at the, the beginning. I know. There's just so many different things um, Lampard can do with the team and rotate things, but at the same time, he needs consistency. And so if he can find something that works in the first couple of weeks, then those guys that are in that system are going to be locked in. And all the other guys have to really work and That's use true. the time they're given to get in there. But Liverpool haven't signed anybody. It's the same team. They, they, there's even talks of why Naldo may be leaving for Barcelona. And then bringing in Tiago, um, I don't know if how much how much v- that is verified, if anything. But they they're still a really really good team, and they can obviously finish above Chelsea or United can finish. You can you, like the top four, in my opinion, can go any way. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I I don't think Liverpool fucking repeat. I, I just don't see that. No, happening. I don't see that either. I really don't. I think they fall off. You saw them at the end of the season. They lost to fucking Arsenal twice. That's mm-hmm. horrible. There's no excuse for that. Zero excuse. And like Man City fumbled in so many games. They yeah, had they nine, did. They had, they had nine losses last year. 
but they scored 102 goals yeah. with 35 against. A lot of those goals coming in like 5-1, 6 nothing wins against the bottom half teams. Yeah, they were literally of, pumping those teams. They were yeah, destroying it does, them. It doesn't paint the picture of what actually happened. Yeah. So, I mean, we were told we were looking at Liverpool maybe going invincible up until February. I knew that shit wasn't happening. Teams are too good these days to do that. Truly, I just don't see it ever happening again. I think I don't see and I don't see whoever wins winning by eighteen points like last year. Yeah, the top two were in their own world, and then the rest of the league was there. Yeah. No, I heard that. No, but I muted it on the podcast. Oh. Oh. Bleh. Yeah. So. Trevor, guess... where do you think, man, you're going to finish? Oh, he's muted. <laughs> Trevor died. He's back? Nah. Well, what do you have for your top four? Me? Yeah. I have City at first, Liverpool second, Chelsea third, and United fourth. And I guess I Arsenal will finish fifth. I mean, I think Arsenal could slip in there. I mean, if I do one too. team goes on a bad run, same for Spurs. Even Wolves, maybe. Um, Man U signed Van Der Beek from Ajax. He's like 40 mil. He's That's a good a decent midfield. Deal. Him and Pogba can interchange, like going up and back. Good business. I think that's huge because now that he's going to play in front of Fred, which is a major improvement. That's for sure. And I think United was looking to get that Umkumpembe. Um, um, I can't pronounce it, but the, he's a French cent. Yeah, him from Leipzig. Yep. They're talking about getting him for 60 mil, but I think they're going to wait a year and get him for 40. Yeah, he's worth 40. I don't know if he's worth 60. He's young, though. He is young. Yeah, he's 21. Yeah. Another center back from France. Everybody's buying French center backs nowadays. They're the best. I mean, Arsenal knows all about French players. They're they're all about the Frenchies ever it's since Arsenal. It's all about it. I miss Arsenal, by the way. Oh, um, speaking of Arsenal and French players, the I saw you on Twitter because Rodeshaw tweeted Drogba best striker ever in the Prem, and you were replied, "Have you never heard of Henri?" I think that's disgraceful. Henri has like he has the assist record. He literally scored more goals every season than Drogba did. Drogba for like four seasons only scored nine goals. I'm not saying Drogba wasn't amazing. It was it he was elite. He's definitely top three Premier League strikers of all time. But like. I would even probably put Alan Shearer over him. Yeah, the most goals ever. Yeah. I mean, Henri was like in a class of his own, truly. I think you can easily say Drogba was the best striker ever at Chelsea, but I don't know if you can say he's the best in the league. At Chelsea, for for sure. I, I agree. I think the way he played, he was the best at, but overall, I think Henri is more of a showsman. I, I mean, if... If you just look at his highlight his highlight tape, yeah, he did things and bent the ball and tucked the ball in ways that nobody has done since, truly. He was so nimble 
but he also finished so well. He was yeah. so good. I mean, at, at Arsenal mostly, but at Barca too, even. We're going to have to see how he does in his, in his management years with starting right now with Montreal. Yeah, and the, the impact. Yeah. They do too well in the bubble. They didn't make it in the playoffs. I wish him the very best of luck. I guess uh, uh, that's it. That rounds out the table. We got City winning. Um, a joint, pretty much the same top four with Chelsea, Liverpool, United. Same Europa League. And then the bottom half is where anything can happen. I don't see another Leicester City year happening. Yeah, I don't either, personally. I just don't see it happening. Ooh, I'll take one. I don't know if that's what I want tonight. Um, jumping away from the soccer, um, I wanted to touch on college football. The big, like, last week was the first weekend of it. And the opening game, it was FCS. Yep. The Austin Prey, I think, and they were playing a team from Ohio. Huge. Oh, my God. I'm just so hyped college football's back. Next weekend, we have all the major schools coming back in the SEC, ACC, and Big 12 games. It's not going to be the same as a normal year because there's still talks with the Big 10, the stupidest league or the stupidest conference right now, especially with the heads. Yeah. Just it went from spring to indoor winter, Thanksgiving, and now there's talks of early October. It's so it's just stupid. President Trump was on the phone with the commissioner of the conference. I think they talked for like thirty minutes or something, trying to work something out. Yeah. But I don't know. We have the vaccine like somewhat coming. Allegedly. By the end of the year, they're talking about $5 test kits. So, I don't know. Well, every day something new happens and new information comes out. So, you can only take it a day at a time. I would love to have the Big Ten back. That would be awesome. Because it just makes me upset watching all these other teams play and not watching Ohio State. I hear you. But we'll see. Yeah. Time will tell, for sure. And um, there's one more story, not really like a serious story, but I thought this was funny. Um, I think Tuesday, Tuesday or Wednesday, a Nebraska man went into his local municipal building or whatever, and he spoke to the council, and he exposes boneless chicken wings in court. And he I was quoted that. saying, they're just chicken tenders. What do you think of it? Boneless wings, or are they just tenders? I mean, they're... Essentially the same thing. I'm not, I'm not going to say that he's wrong, although they are a different shape. Mm-hmm. A, a tender is a tender. A nugget is a nugget. And I would say maybe boneless wings are more of a chicken nugget than a chicken tender, mm-hmm. although they are lovely as well. Yeah. They're great. I, I'm not going to... If you give me a plate of boneless wings, I'm not going to turn them down. I think they're they're pretty fire to be... To be completely well, he, honest. He was saying that all these restaurants should take them off the menu under that name. That's bullshit. No. They can leave them there. Because you can have chicken tenders, you can have boneless wings, and you can have wings. They, they mm. are three... They're... Although they're all chicken products and they all taste the same and are served mm. the same way, they are fundamentally different in their yeah. shape. And, you know? In my mind, boneless wings are smaller than chicken tenders. Chicken tenders are pretty. Yeah, they're half size. Yeah, 
Bogus wings are like little finger food. They're like, bite-sized. Yeah, yeah. I think of Buffalo Wild Wings when I think of boneless. Like if I'm going to have a, a house party or like a tailgate or something, I'm going to bring a bucket of wings rather than a thing of chicken tenders. Yeah, of course. I agree. Chick-fil-A catering goes, uh, maybe not. Yeah, true. Chick-fil-A catering is fire. Oh, dude. When you go to an event, you see the chicken Chick-fil-A boxes out there, you know it's a good time. You already know it's going to be a movie. It doesn't matter what the rest <laughs> of it's like. You already know it's just going to be fun. If the rest of it is dog shit, you can just sit there and eat the tenders. That's like, yeah. Every time I go somewhere and I do that, I literally don't talk to anybody. I just eat the chicken. <laughs> yeah, when I eat, I can't talk. I, just, I, I gotta focus on the food. I, I'm not focused on anything else. All I care about is that sweet barbecue sauce. <laughs> That's a funny story. All, All right. right. I think other than that, we wrap it up. Yeah. Um. Thank you guys for tuning in to episode 40. Um, next week we should be back. I don't know if it'll be Thursday or Friday. It's kind of interchangeable right now. Um, because we're all, we're all still busy as the summer ends and things start to get back to normal a little bit. Um, hopefully we can start getting back on a a definitive, um, one day recording thing, but it's not the end of the world if we don't, um, regardless, thank you guys for watching. Don't forget to check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Um, check out our socials at Post20 as well. We're on Instagram and Twitter and TikTok. Um, and until next week, uh, I guess I bid you farewell. See you guys. Later.